Welcome to day 128 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 8 and 9 and 1 Chronicles chapter 18 with a focus on chapter 9 verses 3 to 13. And the king said, Is there not still someone of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God to him? Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in his feet. The king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, He is in the house of Makar, the son of Emil at Lodibar. And King David sent and brought him from the house of Makar, the son of Emil at Lodibar. And Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and paid homage. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold, I am your servant. And David said to him, Do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan, and I will restore to you all the land of Saul your father, and you shall eat at my table always. And he paid homage and said, What is your servant that you should show regard for a dead dog such as I? And the king called Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all of his house I will give to your master's grandson. And you and your sons and your servants shall till the land for him and shall bring in the produce that your master's grandson may have bread to eat. Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall always eat at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Ziba said to the king, According to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so will your servant do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived in Ziba's house became Mephibosheth's servants. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he ate always at the king's table. Now he was lame in both feet. This is such an interesting uh, reading today. Our other readings kind of talked about how David was a mighty warrior and under God's you know, divine uh, covering, conquered and conquered and conquered and did amazing things. And then chapter 9 is a reflection of the fact that David's love for Jonathan was still very overwhelming. Now some people sometimes read into the love between David and Jonathan and frankly it's just it's not needed because there can be a genuine love between men and between women that is of of a sacred nature. It's not perverse, it's not sexual, it's simply in my opinion, I think it's divine. It's it's they're knitted to you. I know I, I have a friend like that who is akin to me. He's family. We weren't born of the same mother or father, but our wills are often the same and, and we've walked through great difficulties together. And I like that David's love for Jonathan was greater than the hurt that Saul gave him. And by showing this kindness to Jonathan, he actually showed kindness to Saul because Saul's line wasn't cut off completely. And we know that Jonathan's son also had a son, and so his lineage would continue. What's interesting, though, is it wasn't just, hey, come eat at my table. And this is what I want to talk about. This is how it extends past just the initial kindness of, hey, come eat at my table always. He gave back all the land that belonged to Saul, and he set up a system in place so that Mephibosheth's family could grow and endure for generations to come. He set up servants uh, to take care of the property so that it would be in good repair. And so even if David passed, and maybe his sons didn't have the same kindness to Mephibosheth as he did, Jonathan's son would be okay. And this is one of those moments where you just go, 
there are some people in your life that are always going to be important. They, they linger. I've moved lots. And there are some people that are in your life for a season, and there are some people who are in your life forever. And it's a wonderful thing. And, and sometimes people, it's hard to know if they're going to be uh, for the long haul or if it's just for a season, but they're a blessing all the same. My prayer for you today is that God would send you people who would be in your life for the long haul. Even if, like me, you're a little bit of a nomad and you travel around from place to place because these people are good for your soul. They're good for your faith. They'll help you to grow. My other prayer is that our our thoughts would be, God, who can I show love to? I know David's is directly aimed at Jonathan and for Jonathan's sake, but it's a good question to ask God in the whole, not just who of Saul's house can I still show love to for Jonathan's sake, but who, God, can I show love to today? Remember, Jonathan's son would have been considered cursed, and, and if you see what happened to the rest of his family, he probably was a bit of a social pariah. He's crippled. His father had died. His grandfather had been a king that God had stripped away favor from, and yet David's kindness and love towards him probably restored a sense of dignity and, and self and and peace, and we have that same love from God, and they don't need to necessarily be tied to us in any other way. My hope is that your prayer today would be, God, who can I show love to who really needs it today? We all need the love of God, but others do too, and we are the carriers, so let's spread it around a little bit. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight, and until then, be blessed.